Hello, and welcome to the Unqualified Culinary Critics. We are a local Vegas podcast that celebrates food and culture. Join us as we talk about our food and cultural experiences, and we do hope that these stories connect in some way to each one of you as well. In previous episodes, we briefly discussed festival foods and how expensive they are, unless the prices changed and are more affordable now. This episode, we will be discussing Victoria's recent festival trip and what she thought of the food. So, Victoria, do you want to get the conversation started? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, um, I recently went to a music festival and, you know, I was looking around the food stands, the food trucks and everything, trying to, trying to figure out what to eat. And it just made me realize that, like, music festival food is kind of sad. <laughs> Really? I don't know if you've ever been to a music festival before. Um, have you? I don't think so, unless it was free and I was just traveling or something. But from my recollection, it was mainly food festivals. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so obviously, you know, music festivals, you're not necessarily there for the food. You're more there for the music and entertainment than anything else. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is a topic that I think should be talked about as someone who goes to music festivals pretty often because the options we have are always upsetting. <laughs> well, at least to me, most of the time. Like, it's not upsetting because, you know, like, oh, they're just bad options or, like, anything like that. Like, that's not always necessarily the case. It's not always that, like, the food is necessarily bad. It's just with music festivals. And I don't know if it's the same with, like, food festivals, but, like, with music festivals, the food they hand out is usually way, like, smaller portions. And then, um, like, yeah, it's just smaller portions and it's more expensive than usual. That's the reason why I get a little upset or a little sad, you know, <laughs> about the mm -hmm. state of music festival foods. Um, yeah, and I've noticed that at, like, so many music festivals that I've been to, you know, I've been to, like, Life is Beautiful. I've been to Kill Me Block Party. I've been to Tropicalia. I've been, you know, I went to Primavera Sound in Barcelona. Like, I've gone to a lot. I have a lot of experience <laughs> with that. Um, but, yeah, and, like, usually, like I said, because music festivals, you're more focused on the entertainment than the food. Like, you know, that kind of slides by. Like, I feel like people just let it, let those things go. Because they're just like, oh, you know, like, just want to see this artist. Um, I'll just have this, like, basic, quick, fast, or, like, accessible food. And, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, with me personally, like, with music festivals, I like going, like, I'm the type of person who, if my favorite band is playing, I'm going to be at the, at the stage all day waiting for them. Um, so sometimes I don't even, like, eat at music festivals like I'll just take my little snacks like a little granola bar some cookies stuff like that um but like as I've gotten older um I've begun to actually go to like the food stands and like the drink stands and all of that and like you know actually get food there and it's been disappointing <laughs> interesting I I want to start off with the first question that I have actually mm-hmm have there been any festivals that you've been to where the food is included with admission fee? Or no, it's all a la carte, like you have to pay separately. Oh, no, it's all been a la carte. But that's a, actually a really good idea 
I feel like sometimes some festivals kind of do that with their VIP packages. Like sometimes with, not that they necessarily include the food in it, but they will, you'll have like secret menus or like different bars or different um, like stands that you can access with your VIP wristband. Like last year I went to Rumbaso and I remember in the VIP section because I had VIP tickets for that. Um, we had like private bars and like private food and stuff that we could, um, food stands that we had access to. We still had to pay for the food and everything, um, but, you know, it was our options were more than if you just had the regular GA ticket. Mm. Okay. And then yeah. are there usually like food trucks or, you know, um, vendors, local vendors at the festivals? Like, for instance, you know, Life is Beautiful. It was here in Vegas. But my question is, have you seen any local vendors that, um, yeah. that were there? Yeah, so... Um, it's always nice because I feel like certain festivals try to be a little more like more involved in the local community. So you'll see like local restaurant stands and then you have some that are just like, uh, we're just going to get big chains because obviously they have to get all types of food to accommodate all types of people because, you know, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people are at these festivals. And so... Like you'll you'll see like a nice like little like like you'll see a stand for like a nice local restaurant like you'll see I don't know Veggie Nation or something I don't know I like I said um I haven't gone I actually haven't gone to Life Is Beautiful since um the pandemic so I don't know if like things have changed up too much but I have seen like um when they announce like the food and stuff sometimes they'll announce a few local a few local restaurants um but like you'll see like their stands. Like, I know with Kilby Block Party, they had Salt Lake local restaurants there. And I'm sure they do that here in Vegas, too. Because, you know, these places, these festivals are going to want to connect to the community and get, like, you know, more people to come and um, all of that. And, yeah. So, you'll see you'll see their stands. Um, I've noticed recently, though, that it's more of a mixture of stands and food trucks. Like, before, when I would go to Life is Beautiful, it was all just stands. And now, like, I'll see, like, stands and food trucks. Um, but obviously, like, a lot of them, some of them are local. Um, but I remember one year, Life is Beautiful, they had Chipotle there. <laughs> and so they had their, like, little Chipotle stand. And they've had Dutch Bros there before. So obviously, those are, like, you know, more chain. One year, I got Nacho Daddy at Life is Beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, like... Obviously, those are, like, a little bigger, more chain foods than local. But, yeah. Actually, I remember this one year because, like I said, I'm usually the type of person where I will, like, wait at the same stage all day. Like, I'll just be there at Barricade. And the one time that I decided not to do that, Chipotle went to the front row and gave everybody burritos. Like, free burritos. <laughs> I was so upset. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I feel like you get a nice mix of um, local restaurants and, you know, more chain restaurants at festivals. Well, at least at bigger festivals, because like I said, with like the festival that I went to in Salt Lake City, like I didn't really see any like big chain restaurants. It was I mean, it looked to me, someone who's not from there, like it was like local vendors. Okay. Because they didn't have Chipotle. They didn't have like Nacho Daddy, McDonald's, not, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say, I think it's good that local vendors are getting an advantage, you know, at festivals just because, you know, mm -hmm. they're selling their stuff and they work so hard. 
because it kind of makes me think though you know like okay so the admission fee would cover everything especially the local vendors what i'm thinking to myself and this i know this shouldn't really concern me but i'm kind of wondering how will that equally or evenly split with the vendors especially with the food because it's just like a matter of you know well i worked harder more than the other vendor and that kind of thing but I, i don't know i haven't been to a music festival either in a long time or i haven't been at all but Excuse me. I never thought that it would um it would be that way, but I I just I was just kind of curious, you know. I I'm just gonna know your thoughts. Honestly, I feel like, I mean, I'm just gonna speak on like life is beautiful, just because that's the festival that I've been to the most. That's the one that's here in Vegas. You know, that's the one I'm familiar with. I feel、mm-hmm. like ever since they got bought out, they haven't been as community oriented as they were before. So like to me, I feel like they need to have more local restaurants there. Um, right. You know, I'm like trying to look at their their culinary lineup because this is one of the reasons why I think this is such a good topic for our podcast is because you know,、um, yes, people go ma- mainly for you know the music, but there's always like you know,、um, like on their website or on their Instagram, they'll be promoting the food and like the vendors there and everything, and like they do have that that aspect. Like that's still an important an important part of the experience. Because sometimes、mm-hmm. you'll get to try like cool festival foods that you wouldn't necessarily get anywhere else, or like you know that you'll only get there. Because sometimes like some restaurants will do like a special, like a festival special, you know, just to like promote themselves and get more people to go. But yeah, I'm trying to look for their like culinary lineup for this year, and it doesn't look like they have it up yet. Because like I said, they'll usually put that on their website, and you can see the foods that they'll have. Before you know, so you can like plan it out, I guess. <laughs>、um, mm. And I think it's kind of weird because you know it's only a few months away, and they usually have like something.、Um, but I remember before they would have like local chefs go. Like the first year that they did Life Is Beautiful, they were inviting like local chefs, and then it was really cool because、um, to kind of like promote the festival and everything, they would have these chefs go to schools and teach kids how to cook healthy foods and like all this sort of cool stuff. That's good. Yeah. See, because last year, um, I'm like going through the Instagram trying to find like an example of like the foods they have and stuff. They had hot bamboo there, and I'm trying to see if they're local or not. But yeah, it doesn't look like they're local, so <laughs> that's one thing. But yeah, and they'll like promote like the restaurants. Like this is why it's for me why I think it's so important to have like local vendors there. Because they'll go on their Instagram and promote them, and it's like Life is Beautiful is a pretty big、um, festival now. It's a wannabe Coachella, so <laughs> you know it's a lot of people that will be seeing that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I, I would definitely agree with you on that. So you were like talking about how you know,、um, it it to, it to me kind of sounds a little bit like when I went to food festivals in the past, how the portions were small. And the prices were expensive, but then again, the last time I've been to a festival was many moons ago, so I don't remember what it looked like entirely, and it probably could have changed by now. But Hester, without really mentioning any any vendors' names or any of that, we're not here to talk poor about anybody. But has there ever been like an example where it just like really, it really got you, where it's like, okay, I see why people like this place, but at the same time. When I get my meal, I know for a fact that it's gonna be small and it's、mm-hmm. expensive. Has has that ever happened? Like 
Yeah. Well, in, in general. Yeah, it has. Like, I feel, I feel like the only time I've been to a music festival where, like, what I was getting was, like, I was okay with the price I was paying, even though I knew it was more expensive and I was getting less than what they usually would give, um, was mm-hmm. when I went to the music festival to Primavera Sound. Just because, like, what me and my friends would do is we would get to the festival, we would go eat, and then we'd go and, like, you know, go see our the bands that we wanted to see. But, like, at that festival, we would eat, like, the portions were okay sized. Like, it was a little more expensive, um, you know, and we were paying in euros, so it was way more expensive than <laughs> I even realized it, you know. But, mm-hmm. but the good thing about it was that, like, we were full for the rest of the day. Like, we didn't really have to go eat again afterwards like we were okay for the whole day um so I definitely think it was worth it just because you know we didn't have we weren't like oh like we're already hungry again like three hours later we got to go find something else to eat like no like we would just eat that one meal and we'd be good it was really cool because they had a lot of like different foods from around the world so they would have food um from like South Africa they would have food from um you know they're in spain they had like they had ramen (laughs) um you know like all all sorts of food they had peruvian food it was really like it was really cool and you know especially because you know they know that there's going to be a lot of people traveling for this festival they know there's going to be a lot of international people um so it was really nice you know like because they had a mexican place too so you know like a little taste of home when I'm, like, halfway across the world. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, like, the portions might have been a little bit more on the smaller size than what they usually serve, but it was worth it because you were full and energized for the whole festival. Like, we were there for, like, 10 hours, and we'd be good those 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good. But, yeah, 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 like, that's definitely a place where it was, like, worth it, but, like, like I said, life is beautiful. <laughs> um or no, actually at Tropicalia, because they they had um a vendor that was selling pupusas, and I love pupusas. Like I have talked about them so many times on this sh- on this podcast, like you know, and um I really wanted one, but literally they had they were so expensive, like it was ridiculous. It was like four dollars for one, and I'm just like no, <laughs> and like I saw somebody else get them, and they weren't even like big pupusas, like they were like small. Honestly, they were smaller than what I'm used to. So I was just mm. like, yeah, no, that's not worth it. That's too expensive. And it's like one pupusa, that's not really going to fill you up all that much. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might get like halfway full, but then you'd have to get another one. But yeah, I was just like $4 for one. No. And they're small. No, um, I didn't get them. <laughs> and then they had um, agua fresca. Aguas frescas that were like 24 ounces. Like they were in pretty big cups. But um, they were $18, $18-$20. For <laughs> 24 ounces. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's not that's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still ended up getting some. And it was like good agua fresca. But like, like I wasn't disappointed in the flavor. I was disappointed in the price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. But yeah. Oh, I actually found um, on Life is Beautiful. They like... Like I said, they do have a good mixture of, like, some, some local restaurants and, um, you know, not, not to go completely off topic and bring it back to something we already <laughs> discussed. But, like, you know, they've, they've had, like, Good Pie, um, Vegas Pizza, like, you know, Metro Pizza. They, they have had some local local vendors there, so. <laughs> yeah. But, That's um, good, yeah. 
even like the local vendors when I've gone and stuff, they still have smaller portions than usual. So it's like that's I don't know. I always feel like that's slightly upsetting, especially because then you'll have to like go and get more food later on. Like you're not going to be full for the whole day, like with Primavera and their vendors there. Yeah. But, you know, I think I'm not I'm not trying to take sides here when I say this, but I feel like with the vendors, especially the locals, like one reason why they're charging so much is they have to go through all that hard work with buying the produce or buying the ingredients and stuff. But then again, portion wise, if um, and I, I hope that they do have some really smart business minds when I say this, but to charge more than what it looks like, I think it's just cheating. But at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, we kind of have to understand why they are doing that as well. Yeah, like I'm sure it's like, you know, slightly more pressure than usual just because it's in such a high paced environment. Yeah. So I understand that they might need more, you know, more workers or more prepping or more time to do it, all of that. Like, I definitely yeah. get that. But mm-hmm. it's like when you're already paying so much for a music festival, like just to get in. And then, like, the food is, I mean, like I said, there's situations where it's worth it. So as long as they're making it worth it, because like I said, at Primavera, like, I definitely thought the prices, like, not necessarily that the prices were the best, but just that it it was worth it in the end because it was good food, um, even though the portions were smaller and it was food that would keep you full for most of the day. Um, so, yeah, so, like, there are situations where it's worth it. And I'm sure in, like, the local vendor's case, it usually would be because, you know, you're helping support small businesses. But, you know, when it's, like, Chipotle or, like, Nacho Daddy and they have, like, these super tiny portions and they're, like, charging you, like, 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys can Agreed. afford it. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thinking... This question that I have is, mm-hmm. has there been any festival or any vendor that you went to throughout all your festivals where they got the price right and then they also got the portions right? Has there been any vendor, any festival you've been to where that has happened before? Yeah, yeah. Um, Let me see. It was, I took a picture of their stand because I really liked it. So I'm going <laughs> to look for the name right now. But it was in um, Kilby Block Party, the festival that I just went to. They had a Mexican um, Mexican food stand. And, like, I thought it was really cool because, you know, the prices weren't that bad. The sizes of the of the food wasn't that bad. You know, I, I definitely thought it was worth it. I don't know. It was really cool. It was a small, a small, like, local vendor, too. And, you know, it was family-owned. And I was just like, yeah, this is the type of food, the type of stuff that I want to be supporting. What did you get when you ordered there? Oh, I just got some tacos. <laughs> I'm like, tacos are usually always worth it. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But they were called prime corn pre-colonial Mexican food. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. Yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, like, how many tacos do you get and how much was it? Just to give the, the listeners an idea. I got, like, three tacos, um... And I don't remember the price necessarily. I don't remember how much it was, but it wasn't that bad. I remember it being like around $10, which, you know, it's a festival. So it's like the fact that you can spend $10 on food is good. Just because Mm -hmm. like I had gotten that and then I also got at this other stand, I got teriyaki chicken. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't remember which one was what because I remember I 
one was $13 and then the other one was like $15 and then the other one was like $10, $11. So I don't remember which one was which, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. I mean, as long as the sizes match the prices, then mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing much to complain unless if the food is too salty or too sweet or, you know. Yeah. So that was surprising because usually with like festival foods, you're not going to be paying less than $15, even for like a scoop of ice cream. Yeah, for sure. I I would agree. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's the same at like um, festival, like food festivals, too. Yeah, I I would estimate that because, you know, but it really depends on who's selling it, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just trying to be practical, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I don't know, I was going to say, because, like, with the 626 market, I've always wanted to go, and, like, it's, I think it's funny, because, you know, it's free to get in, but then you have to pay, um, obviously you have to pay the stands and stuff to purchase the food, and I've had a lot of friends gone, to uh, a lot of friends who have gone, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, it was nice and all, but, like, we had to pay, like, $18 for, like, a skewer of chicken and, like, this, is and that. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, that's, like, music festival food. <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually wanted to go to the 626 Festival this past, well, May. But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's kind of too far. But that's, like, the 626, which is basically the area code, one of the area codes in California, I know for a fact that some of the foods kind of came from where I came from. So I I can say that. I don't know if I want to repeat that there when I can get the access in my house. But I don't know. Mm, You know, whoever cooks it and whoever is selling it, you know, that I could change my mind. But yeah, I I, I feel like music festivals and food festivals, their food and their prices, it just seems like it's the same. But I don't know if the trend is going to be continuing to be expensive and the portions are going to get smaller and all that. I don't know. What what, what do you yeah. predict since you're like an almost or a frequent festival goer? Um, personally, I think it's going to get stay as expensive or more expensive. I don't think prices are going to go down, unfortunately. Um, just mm-hmm. going based off of like festival prices alone, like the GA tickets, because like, for example, with Life is Beautiful, one of the reasons I haven't gone anymore is because it got sold to Rolling Stone and Rolling Stone is just going crazy with the prices. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So I used to pay $300 to go all three days, like around three, 320 with taxes, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, for three days, which I mean, 100 per day. I think that's fair. Um, Rolling Stone is currently charging over 400, like when I checked the the price for today, uh, not for today, for this year, it was like 450 for three days. So that's, you know, over $100 more. And now they're doing tier pricing. So it's, you know, every so often they're going to raise the price even more. So I feel like because of that, that's going to affect food, like the food too. Um, They're probably going to be... Um, you know, I don't know if like if the people who like the vendors and stuff, I don't know if they get invited or if they have to pay for their spots. But I feel like if they have to pay, they're definitely raising the prices even more. Yeah. But if they get like are invited and stuff, I feel like they'll be like, oh, you know, these people are paying four hundred, five hundred dollars to be here. They can afford to pay. They think they can afford to pay like 20 bucks for a tiny salad. I don't know. (laughs) 
So I, I, I definitely feel like the prices are going to go up just going based alone on like the festival ticket prices. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything's going to go down anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially with this economy. But yeah. Yeah. And I think to my last question to um, pretty much sum up the episode. Now, there, I'm sure that there are some, some listeners who love going to festivals like you do. Do you have like any tips that you want to um, give to them? Like, you know, stay hydrated, maybe eat before you go to the festival or yeah. something? Like, well, what is that? Like, what's your two cents on that? Yeah, of course. So, you know, um, my big thing is always staying hydrated. And, um, you know, a lot of festivals, they will let you bring in an empty water bottle and you they have their own like little water spots where you can go and refill it. So make sure you always have an empty water bottle with you. Um, and once you're inside, I mean, even if you're like me and you're just going to wait all day at the barricade to see your favorite band, first thing you have to do is go and get that water. Right. And then you can run off to the barricade. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So make sure you have water. Stay hydrated. That's the most important thing because you don't want to pass out before the band you want to see even comes on. Um, mm. So, yeah. Got to make sure you're hydrated. You're going to be like where where there's a lot of people. It's going to be outside. You know, it's hot. Even if it's not like hot, hot outside, there's going to be a lot of people. So body heat. And then... You know, make sure you have comfortable shoes because you're going to be standing all day, regardless of whether you're running around seeing different artists or you're just at one spot or you're chilling. You're still good. It's going to be a lot of walking, a lot of standing. And then look up the food before you go, just so you have an idea of what you want once you're there. Because mm -hmm. festival food lines are usually really long, like unless you manage to like time it perfectly and get there when everybody's like when like like unless you go straight to the food the second you walk in um there's always going to be a line so make sure that you know like you have an idea of what you want of what vendors are going to be there um and like i said sometimes they'll do like festival specific foods or like drinks food drinks whatever um so you know you'll get like a cool exclusive <laughs> uh food or like a cool exclusive like cookie or like you know type of like nacho order that you, i don't know but yeah <laughs> um you know it's always good to know what you're going what you're getting yourself into what you're gonna go see um and yeah you know just take care of yourself while you're there make sure you know how to look for heat strokes there's always medical tents and stuff um where they can help you out if you're having issues so make sure you know where those are as well so going in know where where the food is what the food is where the water spots are and then where the medical tents are so those are like the big important three things i would say to mm -hmm. know to go in already knowing yeah for sure and then even if it's like sunny or not that sunny sunscreen as well mm -hmm. yes yes make sure you are applying sunscreen like crazy because I mean, I had my sunscreen at Kill Me Block Party and I was applying it and I was okay. Like, you know, I, I tan, I don't burn. Um, <laughs> but like everybody else around me was like red from like just the first day. They were, everybody got super sunburnt, super red. And even then, like even then I was still applying my sunscreen and everything. And I got, um, I forgot my hat. So I got a sunburn on my scalp. That was not fun. <laughs> and then my ears got sun like the top of my ears got sunburned too so oh. <laughs> even though i was applying sunscreen 
Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's still, you know, yeah, just make sure you, you put on a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do we have any uh, final or concluding uh, comments besides um, the questions that I uh, had asked you? Um, I would just say, you know, like I said, look up like the food vendors that are going to be there and everything. And then, um, you know, just so you can get the full experience, because like I said, yeah, your majority of people are probably going like, you know, for the music and the to see like their favorite bands or whatever. But like the food is also a cool part of that experience that you don't want to be missing out on. Because like I said before, when I was younger, you know, I would just go straight to the bands and just be there all day. But like now as I've gotten older, like I've really realized how cool it is to be at these music festivals and like have all these cool like food stands that you can go to and you can try so many new things that you've never tried before and that like you might not usually get a chance to try. Because like I said, for example, earlier when I mentioned that one place that was from Arizona, the Hot Bamboo, I'm like, when else are you going to get a chance to try, like, you know, a bakery from Arizona when you live in Vegas? So, yeah. So just look out for that sort of stuff. True. It's all part of the festival experience and it makes it all more fun and all all the more better. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. But yeah, like, you know, it's just important to check that stuff out in advance. Just because, like I said, you might have some really cool opportunities at these festivals that you may not have anywhere else and it's all part of the experience because you never know what cool gems you'll find yeah but yeah that's basically everything i have to say and then support the local vendors too yes of course that is a given (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i mean just hearing your take on music festivals like you know it, it could potentially persuade me to maybe go to one of those one day but then again, the music choices that I listen to are outside of the, they're outside of the status quo, so to speak. So I can't yeah. really, um, I don't know about that. But I mean, to support the local vendors for the food. Yeah, I would. But then again, I also have the dietary restrictions that I've mentioned in previous episodes. But you know what? I mean, if I want to go there for experience just to see that one artist that I want to see on stage or that kind of thing, then yeah, I, I might make the trip too. But that's just uh, an idea. But I wouldn't roll it out, but it's just the mm-hmm. same. So. Yeah, and I mean, you can always just get a one-day pass. <laughs> yeah, I probably so you can would. experience a little bit of it. <laughs> that's true, that's true. Hopefully, um, the artist that I want to see will be in that one-day pass because in, I'm sure there'll be a variety where there'll be like one artist that I like on this day and then another day and then another day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I, it's just, just a thought, but you know. But yeah, so... um. That wraps up this episode. My questions, all of you. Well, questions I... Nah, let's just do question here. Have you tried music festival foods in the past? What do you think of it? And um, kind of just let us know. Do you agree with Victoria? Do you disagree? You know, you can let us know in our Instagram, which is at Unqualified Culinary Critics, and our Twitter at UNQCLUCRIT. So anyways, everyone, take care. Enjoy yourselves. Talk to you later. Thank you.